You are listening to the podcast made for you. You're not a sucker. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Nick Flanagan Weekly, the world's functified podcast, official podcast of the brat. Just kidding. I've never met the brat. I have no idea what her tastes are. However, she has my endless respect. She rocked her hair like no one else could. She was someone who Jermaine Dupree got behind, who really seemed like her own person. And as far as I know, she's doing great. But enough about DeBrat. I'm Nick. This is Nick Flanagan Weekly. Last show of the week. Put on some funk. One of the names of the tracks that's going to be on coming up is called Not Too Cray. I'm just sitting here in my room looking at my Dungeons and Dragons dice that I bought at some point from a place called Hobby Town for $4.99. One six-sided die, one 20-sided die, one 10-sided die, one 12-sided die, one eight-sided die, and one four-sided die. Big fan of those. Selling off my D&D stuff, kind of sad. I'm still open to playing it, it just feels like How? You know what I mean? How could I do that? That would be the ultimate mark of living in luxury. Oh, what do you do with your time? Well, I do a podcast, and uh, on my off time, I, you know, I garden, and I play Dungeons and Dragons, and it's a wonderful life, and I don't know of the suffering of others, and I've never felt true pain. Uh, you know, the T and T pain stands for true. His name is True Pain. I don't know if that's true. Might be Thomas Paine, the famous pamphleteer. Thanks again for getting in touch with me when you do. Got a message from someone. Keep on doing it. You rule. I say thank you. Hi, this is the part where I mentioned some of my support pages that you can hit up if you'd like. Right now, shout out to Philangeline. She is my one donor pledging a nice amount of five dollars a month you are welcome to join her all you need to go <laughs> all you need to go is go to donorbox.org slash nick flanagan donations and you can put a one-time donation or you can go to patron.podbean.com slash Nick Flanagan Weekly and uh, become a monthly donor. I will work on things, incentives, tiers. Let me know what you think would be a nice reward to have for donating. I've never really done this before. I have some plans. I'd like to give you exclusive content, but I also really want to give everybody good content. So I'm not sure yet if I would do exclusive episodes, but if that's the kind of thing you'd like, I would definitely give you access to some past episodes, some past interviews I've done, um, which might be of interest to you. I would probably give you exclusive reviews and interviews that I would write specifically for supporters and donors. Uh, I would shout you out, and I would think if I make enough money, 
I would even make a comedy sketch. And just to let you know, if I get enough support, what I would like to do eventually is give the guests some money for their time and give the people who uh, film the video of this some money for their time. Just, I want to have a team and I want to give you really good stuff. And ideally, I'd like to continue being independent. So that's why I'm, I've started these pages. And if you go on the pages, you'll see it's, it's pretty um, unclear as of now but you're early listeners to the podcast and I appreciate it. And if you do feel like donating, you totally can. The cat is trying to eat me. So I'm going to go back to the show. If that kind of thing interests you, there is no pressure at all. I am still working out the kinks, but I might as well let you know because you are good listeners. And if you want to support great, and if you can't, don't even worry about it. Tell a friend, tell yourself again, say, Hey, I, Joe, I uh, just remembered how much I like Nick's podcast. This has been a fun week. No guests this week. I almost was able to have one last night, but it, it just, I rescheduled. So I'm going to have a guest next week for sure. Today is actually a week where there's more listener mail, but we'll get to that at the end. I guess I had stuff to say about elections still, the midterms yesterday, because it all shook out. I hope you don't mind me talking about the U.S. elections, although I have lived there a little, so I can talk about it. Democrats took the House, but not the Senate. I mentioned it yesterday. I mentioned a few things yesterday, how they got to get Trump to, like, trip over his own robes. But when the emperor has no clothes, how do you trip on your robes? That's the question, right? <laughs> Buy him a robe? But that's a whole other thing. Just let that guy tire everybody out. I don't think The Apprentice had amazing ratings throughout its run. So just to let that guy's ratings go down. And in the interim, try to figure some other stuff. Like, for instance, it's not about compromise, but it is about pinpointing where the anxieties of your base and the Trump base align. And in America, I think it's med healthcare. I mean, in Canada, I kind of feel it's the same way. It's like, you would be hard pressed to find even a right-leaning Canadian who didn't have an income under 100K, who, who wasn't, 100K, that's, that means 100,000 to those not in the know. What does the K stand for, by the way? Currency? Kilos? Kroner? Tell me what it stands for. Email weeklypodcast at gmail.com. W-E-A-K-L-Y podcast. Gmail.com. Yeah, you got to find out what these people all have in common. And if it's Medicare, then what you do is you find you find a crooked... Uh, you, you highlight how crooked the insurance companies are. Get some whistleblower on the insurance companies to come out and talk. But a scuzzy they are. Of course, to do that, you'd have to have Democrats who are not in the pocket of big insurance. <laughs> Is that a thing? Um, that's probably not something that's happening. What with the Washington lobbyists? Okay, one more thing about the election, then I'm done. Florida. In Florida... In Florida, there was a referendum about 
voting rights for ex-convicts. And the referendum, there was a yes vote. Voting rights will be restored for convicted felons in Florida. From what I understand, I've read nothing of this. I just heard people talk about it on YouTube. Please know that I very often do not resource research my sources. I just listen to the wind when I come up with these. So please don't take them to heart. I'm not some comedian who thinks he's speaking truth. I'm a comedian who is uh, guessing. So people say, how did this progressive candidate, Andrew Gillum, relatively progressive, not win in Florida when the restore voting rights to ex-cons thing did win? And I've heard that the... uh, Republican side didn't really make a big thing out of that being a Democratic issue. So there's one. It wasn't viewed as some pink Okami thing. And so people were more amenable to it in Florida. And secondly, if I'm going to profile for a moment and don't get your hackles up. I'm not profiling by, by color. I'm profiling a state. Florida's probably got a lot of people with relatives who are like in prison. So they don't care. If, you know, no matter their political stripe, they're like, I'd like him or her to vote again. And I don't think this is necessarily going to be a good thing for, say, Democrats, because the joke is, of course, that uh, these are people who've made bad decisions. (laughs) So why wouldn't they make a bad voting decision? Um, But realistically, I don't think you, you can... I think that that's where the Democrats fall into a real issue uh, pool pile, where they think they're so much more righteous than you know the Republicans. But unless someone feels personally aided by a party, they're going to vote how they're going to vote. I can't explain it much better. Anyway, so that is saying, find commonalities, exploit them, convert people to your ideas, get those votes, stop going down this crazy crazy road stop this train i want to get off then i want to have some lunch last thing let's talk about viewer mail listener mail i always call it viewer mail so this is from someone who wants to remain anonymous and they're from detroit michigan this is an interesting interesting concept and I think it's going to resonate with people so I hope you listen Dear Nick I am in my late 30s seeing a guy who is just a few years older than me he is the sweetest most caring and attentive guy I have ever dated I'm just writing down overcompensating here I want to remember that word I am happy with the relationship, except for this one glaring fact. We haven't slept together, and we've been seeing each other for over six months. We see each other weekly, text daily, even chat on the phone a few times a week. But whenever I've tried to escalate the making outs into something more, he balks. I've stopped trying. I, out of fear of placing too much pressure on his nether regions. We talked about it once, 
when he's alluded to being asexual. Yet I continued on, thinking that maybe one day he would switch over. I too tend to be asexual when I'm single, but a new relationship always changes that in me. He is on antidepressants, which I believe is part of the reason for his lack of interest in sex. How do I tell him that this is something I need just a little bit in a relationship, while not hurting his feelings or hurting the relationship? I've never dated more than one guy at a time, but I'm starting to wonder that doing so might make sense here. Help me navigate this one. I don't want to lose him. He's a great person, but it feels like the fire I had felt for him in the beginning is slowly being doused with water. To complicate matters, I've recently started hanging out with a guy friend, platonically, who I'd met last year on a dating app, but we never got intimate. We'd stopped speaking the moment I started dating my current partner, but recently I found that I missed the friendship and conversation, so I reached back out to him, and now we speak regularly. I enjoy his company as a friend, but I'm feeling very conflicted about hanging out with him, even though we are platonic. I told him I wanted to be friends, but I didn't mention that I've been dating someone, and the guilt of this has been making me feel very anxious. What should I do? And how do I speak to my asexual partner about my needs not being met, while also dating him and potentially someone else? I want to do this ethically, but I'm afraid I will hurt his feelings. I'm not even sure I'm cut out for dating more than one person. Wow, lots to unpack there. Okay. So the bulk of this, for those who thought TLDL, too long didn't listen. Is that this person is dating someone who does not seem to want to have sex for whatever reason. He will make out. He will be loving. He pays attention to her, but he does not have sex. He begs off of sex. And she needs sex. And she's hanging out with some guy she met on Bumble or Tinder. Hell, maybe on Raya. I don't know if this person's famous. And she hasn't told them she's dating somebody. Which is always an interesting... It's not... That's not a dead giveaway someone is feeling ashamed about something. Sometimes it can be just you feel awkward about it for whatever reason. Like you met on a dating app and you don't know how to bring it up. And you're practicing avoidance. So a lot of people would say, deal breaker. I don't think it is. I think that people put too much stock in... Why, like, the assumption why someone avoids something always goes towards, you've got a dirty secret. It's not always that. And it's not, things are not generally that simple. So I, I don't think you should feel too much shame for what you're doing. But I do think you definitely should ask yourself why you're doing that. And once you ask yourself why you're doing that, I think that's a step towards a conversation with your current partner. And a lot of the time, unfortunately, or fortunately, sex, when you don't have sex in a relationship, it can make it feel like a very vulnerable relationship. I, I, I wish I, I don't wish I weren't speaking from experience. I think it's fine for that to be an experience. I have had experiences that were like fairly sexless. They've been at high stress, almost, what's the word, disassociative or at the very least dysregulated 
points in my life. I'm really embarrassed about the avoidance that I, I did practice in those. I would blame myself uh, for a great deal of it. Not all of it. It sounds on your end, the only responsibility you might bear would be being sensitive to his needs in that you don't want to pursue the subject, but in doing that, suppressing your own needs, um, which would cause resentment, possibly, but at the very least is causing a situation where you're like, maybe I should be in some sort of a poly situation and then being like, maybe I'm not cut out for it, though. I'm probably not cut out for it. Because if you're my age, I, multiple dating is just, it's out the window, practically. Like, how even pull that off? I mean, I'm not a together person, so it doesn't make any sense. But, you know, it just seems like life is short. And if you try to be there emotionally and just organize yourself with, like, several people, it's just a recipe for a mess unless serious boundaries are set. And, you know, in a way, you're not even being good with boundaries. I don't even want to say good. In a way, the boundaries you're setting with... Uh, this asexual, potentially asexual person are way, they're, they're imbalanced in a way that makes it harder for you. And it's very likely he's feeling that shame too. You said it's antidepressants. That's possible. But if the antidepressants are causing a level of libido loss to the point where you never want to do it, you might want to find a different antidepressant and look into that and, and i think that's maybe worth exploring with him if he's done that now if obviously it's a drug that does it's the only one that makes him feel okay well then you know sex might be off the table and options might have to be figured out but Otherwise, I think that conversation would be a good starting point, and I think you should be loving because it's very likely this person isn't doing this as a way to reduce your interest. He's not doing it to show he's not interested in you. Um, however, I think at the base of this, there are ego and image issues that can be just really, really Im self-image and ego can be really damaged by this kind of thing. And don't deny if that's happening, because if that's happening, if it's making you feel less attractive, you may want to ask him about it so that you can receive reassurance. I don't know. I am not a professional in the least. And asexuality? Maybe he's in a period of it. You know, and, and maybe really trying to explore it with him and possibly holding his hand the whole way because if he is, again, practicing avoidance, if he is afraid to even do anything to figure this out, nothing may change. You might have to literally walk him to the wiener clinic or whatever. Run with him there. Get his blood going, you know? And you should maybe say what turns you on. You know, and we can do something different if you want. Because sometimes giving them that option can get them feeling more sexual. So, I'm really not one to talk here. I've been through this kind of thing. I did not, uh, I don't feel like I operated well in that arena. 
Um, and by that to saying, I don't think I handled it great, but I mean, that's why I'm sort of wanting to address this. And I want to just say that, you know, you have options to pursue them. You might need to be a little ginger with it, (laughs) be a little redhead with it, or, you know, given that you're possibly having interest in this other person, you might want to have a frank conversation about something relating to that just saying if we're not having sex i'm i'm really not sure i do need to have that to some extent and just say what would what does he want to do about that if you want to give him that option but it sounds like you've been seeing each other for long enough that you can how would you talk to him i don't that i don't know i would just say as gently as possible and as positively as possible you don't have to baby him, but uh, treat him like you would want to be treated, but not the you that hates yourself if you hate yourself. You know, the one that loves yourself. Treat him like you would like to treat teen you. You. Explore your feelings towards this other guy. Get to the bottom of that. Whether or not those feelings are more than friendship, address this with the man you've been dating because the longer this happens the longer this will eat away at it and i would say once you get some a few more months in there's almost no point in pursuing it you need to change it to a friendship or something because the cycle will be there it'll get so much harder to break i mean you can try but it, it just isn't going to get easier as time goes on all right thank you The music's getting too funky. I'm going to dance. I got to go. Have a great weekend. I'm recording this. It's the last one of the week. Next week's going to have thrills, chills, spills, getting a lot of guests telling me they're around. I can't wait. Um, Working on some road dates. Hopefully those happen. Uh, And, oh, this is important. I am doing a show... This Sunday at the Transac in Toronto, 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. with A.L. Senior, who has now been on the podcast twice, and Kurt Newman, who's been on the podcast once, the minimal, National Minimalism Unit. Um, it's going to be really fun. They've all been fun. I'm going to do some different stuff. I really can't wait to do it. It's really a joy doing the show. So if you can come, it's at the Transac in the front room, 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. I would love to see you. Um, password is there's no password it is pay what you can show so show up hang out at the transact you'll enjoy it and yeah if you like the podcast as i said you can find my donor box donorbox.org slash nick dash flanagan dash donations or you can go to my Podbean and get an idea of what i'm trying to do and pledge to be a monthly supporter any amount is totally welcome from a dollar to whatever i'll be releasing stand-up for you hopefully i'd like to release a little stand-up for you once a month and maybe do listener uh supporter only podcast if that's something you'd like tell me what you'd like out of those tiers i don't really want to exclude anyone from getting the chance to listen to the podcast so i would like to do exclusive episodes but um i'd rather I like to talk about wellness stuff so much that I really don't want people to not have that. Um, Whatever the case, check that out. Donate if you'd like. 
That's patron.podbean.com slash Weekly. And of course, write me at weeklypodcast at gmail.com. That would be great. Okay. Have a good weekend and into your the rest of life.